Hello and welcome to the Charles Cook Podcast. The focus of this podcast is state and local issues here in the state of Tennessee. Uh, you can follow my podcast on uh, many different platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, uh, a lot of the um, Spotify stuff like that. Just search the Charles Cook Podcast and you should be able to find me. Uh, today, my guest is David Seal. He is the re- uh, Jefferson County Republican Party chairman and uh They've got an issue with intimate domain uh, there in Jefferson County, so and Jefferson City. So I invited David on to talk about it. So David, welcome, and tell us what's going on in in Jefferson City and Jefferson County. Well, thank you for having me, Charles. Uh, Eminent domain is uh, is on the table, and it's on the it's on the radar of Jefferson County citizens these days, simply because. The Jefferson City Government, City Council, is attempting to forcefully take 95 acres from Jefferson Memorial Hospital and their parent company, supposedly for a for a recreational park. And Charles, as you know, eminent domain is, is not mentioned in the Constitution, but property taking is in the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution. And those takings are limited to public use and ever ever since the government's been taking property there's been an argument about the suitability of those takings and whether or not it meets the definition of public use and i've got a lot to say about that tonight charles okay well let's say it and uh, let's get it out open and tell us tell us what's going on there okay wonderful uh just last week, the City Council of Jefferson City, in a three yes, one no, one abstention vote, voted to impose eminent domain to take 95 acres of the property from the parent company of Jefferson Memorial Hospital. And your listeners need to understand there's two parcels of property there that are that are in play. One parcel of property that the hospital is actually located on pays a lease to both Jefferson City and Jefferson County governments. The parcel of property that's in question here is 95 acres, more or less, that basically surround the Jefferson Memorial Complex hospital building. That's what Jefferson City claims that they want to take forcefully and used for a recreational facility. Now, I want everybody to think about this on this podcast for just a minute, Charles. Think about the biggest park you have ever seen in your life, the biggest recreational facility that you have ever been to, uh, something like Dollywood or Opryland or somewhere like that. We're talking about something that probably doesn't exceed 95 acres. Right. They are interested in taking this, they say, for recreational purposes. And that is the first red flag that comes up in this. The second thing is the suitability of the taking altogether. And that is most people, when they think about eminent domain, think about property being taken for roads and sidewalks and school buildings and uh, things that just have to be in a certain place and they have to 
be able to acquire the property in order to do this. I, you know, the interstate system is one example. Uh, I would think that municipal airports would be one where you, you just have to have it in a certain place. Roads, you know, you could you could see that a road would have to go a particular place and eminent domain may have to be used for these these purposes that are absolutely necessary. Well, is a park absolutely necessary? We have yeah. to ask ourselves that question. Do no. we have to take property? Well, the answer is no. Yeah. It's a, it's a non-essential purpose. And that's my argument with, with it. And there's many other people that make the same argument. I, I guess the second thing is, does the, does the park that Jefferson City is proposing have to be on that particular 95-acre tract in the city? There are several people that are saying that the parks that Jefferson City currently owns, the properties they could use for a park development, have been left to deteriorate. So why do they need another 95 acres if they can't take care of the property they have? That's been an ongoing thing for years. And even some of that land was donated by a private citizen for them to use as a park. And they have not fully uh, capitalized or developed that park as a park. So one has to question why they, they want this 95 acres in the location right beside the hospital, right where the hospital would would need to expand their services and expand their business enterprise. Why there? Uh, we think there's probably some nefarious things that are being uh, uh, thought about under the table, maybe a business park or a business development or a hotel complex, that sort of thing. That has not been stated by the city. Uh, that's just assumed by people who who follow this, and uh, you know they they speculate on what this might be because a ninety five acre park. Give me a break. Right. So and and so uh, I know a little bit uh, about Jefferson City and and Jefferson County. So I know that Jefferson Memorial is the only hospital in Jefferson County, correct? Yes, and not only is it the only one. They are interested in expanding the hospital. They employ about 350 people, good paying jobs. If this property is taken, they are not going to be able to expand. And, and think about that. It's the only four-star hospital in this region. Yeah, and... Of course, you know, I live in Hamlin County uh, next to Jefferson County, and I know that, hey, uh, a lot of people from uh, Hamlin County go to Jefferson Memorial. It's a Tanova uh, hospital. Uh, most of the things here in uh, Hamlin County is Covenant, uh, you know, so it, it gives you, uh, you know, depending on your insurance and stuff, it gives you an option to go somewhere like that. And, uh Get get different care at a different hospital under a different company, uh, and so my concern is: is something like this? Do you end up uh, running to Nova out of Jefferson County, out of Jefferson City? Because we had them in Morristown, and they're no longer here. They've been gone about ten to twelve years now. 
Well, you think about this, Charles. We've got at least a thousand people uh, that that work for the county school system. Their insurance is tied with with Tenova. There's other companies that are tied with Tenova. Uh, this company is an excellent company. They want to expand. They want to broaden their services in Jefferson County. And on top of that, uh, there are senior citizens in every county that surround Jefferson County, Charles. Jefferson, Hammond, Granger, Sevier, Knox, even Knox County uh, would use Jefferson Memorial so they wouldn't have to drive to Nashville. And uh, they they offer some fairly sophisticated services at Jefferson Memorial, and it's just a slap in their face for Jefferson City government to be doing this to them. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, it's the only hospital in Jefferson County. Jefferson County is a fairly large county, you know, compared, especially compared to uh, Hamlin County. And so for a hospital to come in and make that kind of investment, then the city come in and try to take their property you know, through force is that uh, that's kind of nuts. If you ask me for right. trying and to I wanted to be nice. just a little bit on what the, what the county government is doing. Uh, I, I guess I can go ahead and, and speak to this because it was part of it was in the newspaper today. Uh, I have written a resolution for the county commission opposing this eminent domain activity of Jefferson City. As you know, our county government and Jefferson City government, for that matter, collects lease payments from the hospital on the property, at least on the property that the hospital uh, complex is on. They are constructing a resolution right now we've got 14 out of 21 co-sponsors on the on the resolution to oppose the taking of the property by Jefferson City and we're also asking the legislature in that resolution to narrow the definition of public use and Charles I wanted to wanted to say a couple of things about that these cases of eminent domain that are opposed almost always hinge on the definition of public use. And public use is the is the definitive statement in the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution on property takings. It's a limitation of power. Some people think it's a uh, some people think it's a license for government to take property, but actually it's a limitation. And if you read the Kelo case, uh, you read especially the dissent that Clarence Thomas wrote in the Kelo case, in the, in the Kelo versus Dean Lennon case. You'll see that he describes the takings clause as a limitation of power. And there's just too many city and county governments that, that don't see it as a limitation of power. They see it as a license to take property. And we've right. got to make these city and county governments understand this. And I hope, uh, I hope we're teaching this in our public schools. Uh, chances now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so do you know the, the folks that actually the council members that, that voted for this? Yes. The vote count is as follows. When it was moved for consideration, Mayor Mitch Kane voted yes. Councilman Rocky Melton voted yes. Councilwoman Eileen Combs voted yes. 
Councilman Kevin Bunch voted no, and Councilwoman Sheila Perky abstained. So that is the actual vote count. And if if your viewers are interested in this, uh, you know, to, to express their point of view, my suggestion is to uh, talk to Kevin and tell him you appreciate him voting no and speak with Mayor Mitch Kane, Councilman Melton, and Councilwoman Combs and express, uh, if you if you object to this taking, express to them that you object to it. Uh, you know, I would I would say that Councilwoman Perky's worth, uh, worth a call too. You want to let her know that you appreciate her abstaining from the vote, which is essentially a vote of no. Yeah, well, but it would have been nice to have her vote no, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if the, the third one had voted, uh, would have abstained, would the, would the vote had passed? If there was two abstentions, two yeses and one no? no. Okay. No. No, it takes three out of five for, for it to pass. And it and it passed on one reading. It's you know, if it'd been an ordinance, it would have taken it would have taken two readings, but since it was a resolution to proceed with eminent domain, uh three out of five trigger the 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 action to take the property. Yeah. And uh Okay. So, uh, what's what's the next step in the process as far as what the city is is going to do? Do you know? I'm sure they have turned their hired attorney loose to contact the property owner and start the proceeding of eminent domain. In a lot of these cases, Charles, I don't know how closely you followed this, but I certainly have. They will use the power of eminent domain as a gun to the head of the property owner and say, okay, you can sell it to us voluntarily. We'll give you XYZ money for it. Or you can spend $200,000 and go to court and you'll get the eminent domain price on it. Well, in a lot of these cases, the property owner rolls over and sells it, quote unquote, voluntarily. Right. So when they do that, and there's no restrictive covenants on the property, they can do as they darn well please with the property. Had it been taken for a for a public use purpose and adjudicated as an eminent domain action in court, they would be limited to what uh, what the court uh, allowed them to take the property for. So my guess is they're going to try to hoodwink the hospital into selling this property voluntarily and then do as they darn well please with it. Uh, there's all kinds of rumors floating around about what kind of development is going to go on the property, being private development. Um, I'm not going to go into all those rumors, but there's suspicion in the community that they want to do something with it other than a recreation park. And that's one of the reasons I led into this interview saying, how many parks have you seen that's 95 acres? Right. I don't think there's, I don't think there is any. So, um, I had a question here. Uh, how does anybody have a speculation? I'm sure they've had to talk about this in the in the council meeting. 
of what the land value, what the, the value of this land may be appraised at, what it would be worth. When property is taken in the state of Tennessee under eminent domain, there is a requirement that, that normally ordered by the court that two appraisals be taken and the property value based on those two appraisals. And I think it's the decision of the court as to, to the value of the property based on those. Uh, and that was required under an act that was passed in 2006 called Public Act 3, I'm sorry, Public Act 863 is Tennessee's eminent domain action from 2006. Of course, that was right on the heels of the Kelo decision. And they, uh, they just require two appraisals before, uh, before the property is transferred. And I think that's how the court determines the price, as I was saying. We got, a, we got a bill passed in 2017 that taxes the cost of those appraisals and the engineering fees to the condemning body, whoever they are, whether it's state or uh, county government or city government, they have to pay those fees. Um, the eminent domain price though Charles as you know is always less than what you can get for it if you put it on the market and right. and try to sell it in the in the real estate market yeah well the reason why I was asking is I mean uh, how does the voters in Jefferson City uh, feel about the city using their taxpayer dollars to take property that could potentially benefit them with health care. <clears throat> well, they're not pleased about it. And I think that's going to be expressed in uncertain terms, no uncertain terms on uh, Tuesday, the 21st, when the, the uh, city has their work session at 5 p.m. So this coming Tuesday, November 21st, 5 p.m., City Hall in Jefferson City, show up and let them know what you think about this. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people there. I think it's going to be a packed room. And I think the voters in Jefferson City are going to be speaking in, in very certain and stark terms about this. Yeah. Well, they should. I mean, uh, you've, you've, you've got a huge risk here. you got a risk of losing, you know, if you really tick off the people, the, the anchor company to this hospital, and run the only uh, anchor company to this hospital out of town, Alva County, then you're in trouble. And then you're, uh, what are you really, what is the goal of really using your uh, the taxpayer dollars for? You know, I think people, I, Charles, I think people see through this and I think they see the risk of losing the hospital that you and I have talked about. Yeah, and for that reason alone, they're probably upset about it. Not to mention the fact that their tax money's used, and they're doing something that uh, you normally see in uh, socialist nations. You know, uh, you know, you'd think about something like this going on in Venezuela, or if it was in the United States, maybe San Francisco or Chicago, where where socialists run the run the town or the country. It was uh, this is pretty bad, Charles. Yeah, and and I'm sure if, if Tanova had had uh, no no uh, future vision to use that property, they would be willing to sell it to the city if they had no use for it, you know. But I guess them 
taking the property tells you the answer on that. I, I think so. And I spoke with a gentleman today who, uh, who informed me that that property had been offered to the city. That was about a quarter of a mile from the hospital property from a willing seller. And, uh, you know, I, the court doesn't have to take that into consideration, but I think they should because here's some property that Jefferson City could acquire without force and from a willing seller. So yeah. on top of that, you're slapping the hospital in the face and saying, hey, you know, uh, we're not really, we don't really care about your future plans. We don't care about your uh, future expansion. We don't care about your business enterprise. We just want to take this property selfishly and do something else with it. Well, here's here's the point I want to make. And this is what everybody that hears this podcast in Jefferson City, Jefferson County, need to understand. If they will do this to a large company and a hospital, what do these people think of you, the small property owner who pays just a, a fraction of taxes that this hospital pays? If they think this little of this hospital, how little do they think of you? And that should concern you about every, you should have concerns about every uh, council person and the mayor that made the vote on this. You need to ask them, if you care so little about them, how little do you feel about me? I think that's a, a the perfect way to say it. Uh, you know, if they'll go after to take property from this corporation, this hospital, they'll take yours in a heartbeat and won't think nothing about it. That's exactly right. And if you think about Charles, uh, before we get off here, I wanted to want to remind you that a lot of what we have in this nation depends on property rights. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of everything depends on property rights. You know, if you go back uh, 50 years, you know, I mentioned the other day that uh, we were able to accomplish the engineering and scientific things in the 1960s in the space program because of private property and private enterprise. And if you don't respect that, uh, it's hard to imagine you respecting anything. Absolutely. And, you know, but that's uh that's hard to swallow and uh, you know for for somebody and uh for people who love liberty and freedom to know that you've got three people in a in in Jefferson City that can do right. this to a corporation they will not hesitate to doing it to you and that's what you need right. to think about we uh, as chairman of the Republican Party in Jefferson County we've taken a hard possession against this property taking. And I've expressed it several ways. One one is in a resolution that our uh, party enacted back in June. And another one is a letter that I have sent to the uh, Jefferson City Council. And the other one is uh, a statement that I made in the Jefferson County Standard Banner today, acting as chairman of the party uh, condemning this property taking 
as uh, unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I seen where you uh, shared that on Facebook. Yeah. I did put it out. And if you're the viewer of this podcast, I would urge you to go to my Facebook account, my personal Facebook account, and share this. I think already 20 people have already put it out, and everybody in the city of Jefferson City needs to know what their government's doing. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to share, David? Before we wrap this up, I think we've covered it, Charles. I I really appreciate you having me on to yeah. let your listeners know about this important issue. Yeah, uh, sure thing. And uh, as I said, uh, just keep us updated on it. We'll cover it more if we need to. Uh, people, uh, when you see this, uh, share this important information, especially if you live in Jefferson City and Jefferson County. Even if you're if you live in the county and you don't live in the city. Hey, if this hospital goes away, they run this hospital out, out of uh, out of town, out of the city, then it's going to hurt everybody in the county. Uh, that's just a fact. So uh, you need to speak up. You need to share this. And you need to show up to the meeting at the Jefferson City City Hall, uh, November 21st at 5 p.m. Is that correct? That's correct. Work session. And, and let them know. Uh, be there in numbers. And uh, stand up and let them know you don't appreciate this and you're not going to allow it to happen. So with that, I say thank you, David, uh, for joining me. And we'll get this information out. I tell everybody to share it. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for watching this and share the information. And we'll catch you on the next podcast. Have a great day. Bye-bye.